As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So what do you think of Great Expectations? <laughs> you know, not my favorite Dickens work. What? It will be disgusting to some, titillating to others. Forgot about this. But whether it disgusts you or titillates you, it is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the truth. Monday morning, March 31st. What's going on, Pot of Thunder? Coming to you live via iTunes, iPod, uh, Libsyn, whatever that other thing is. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, you know, it's me, your buddy Andy, and I'm here with Chris and Nick as always. Hey, guys. That's our Andy. There was some doubt after that bash you threw for your birthday the other night. Oh, yeah. That place was hopping, right? Uh, Yeah, man. Every, every butthole in a 38-mile radius was there. <laughs> what, like eight buttholes? <laughs> it was like eight buttholes there. Finger-popping each other. Hey, you got to have a party. I don't know. Isn't that from a kiss song? Shout it out loud. Uh, you know that one. So how does it feel to be a year old? Or are you wearing down a little bit? Or um, Yeah, I'd say so. Pretty rapidly at this point. <laughs> Whittling away. You well, can Nick, assume uh, why, but... I don't know. No, I'm just just curious. You can assume why. You got to feel alive, like you're a live wire. Mm. Yeah, that's Nick brought you every year. Nick brought you a present tonight. He did introduce it. I did. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna get to our merchandise right now. We won't we won't do the song just yet. Okay. Our merchandise is. Well, I'll just I'll just I won't give a backstory. It's if you're gonna go to your first ever Kiss concert. The guy to go to, the to go with to this Kiss concert, mm. the the only guy that you need is our guest tonight, Mr. Tom Kotal. Tom Kotal. He is our no. piece of merchandise. Hey, Tom. First Kiss concert buddy, they wow, call him. Wow, I am a piece of merchandise. <laughs> yeah, so, that's, hey, that's not, hands off the merchandise over there, Nick. Watch those hands. Yeah, so Tom uh, is Nick's friend from forever, and he, you drove to that, didn't you? That Kiss concert? Uh, I think, I think he drove. I did who else went? Me and Nick, I think. Wasn't was that it? Just it was the three just the three? Just three? I yeah. thought someone else was, was, was there. I want to say it was just the three of us. First nineteen ninety eight Psycho Circus, Psycho Circus tour. 3D tour. Yeah, that was I know it. a lot of our more experienced listeners out there are like, man, that's when these guys saw their first concert. But hey, hey, we were teens at the time. I was like nine, I think. It was that tiny. was your first concert ever, or first <laughs> Kiss concert? First Kiss concert. First Kiss concert. Well, my first Kiss concert was till two thousand. To there you uh, go. Reun- or farewell tour, which was go. fourteen Noob. years ago. That was a Jeez. tough farewell, wasn't it? Yeah, well, they had uh, Skid Row, San Sebastian Bach opening up, but uh, Kiss was great that night. Didn't they have them when we went, too? Yeah, Nuge. They just couldn't get rid of them? That was like a multi-year tour? Yeah, and, and we saw Nuge a couple times with yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, with well. Tommy Aldrich. Oh, 
That must Wait, have been good. No, the Trio? Psycho Circus. No, wasn't Psycho, them. The Psycho it was Circus. Band. W- it, it was. Um, oh man, we're gonna get people yelling at us for this. It was some not a well-known band. I think you're right. They just had some. Was it uh, maybe not a local band, but just a smaller, smaller an time. up-and-coming band. It wasn't Tom, like Skid Row and Nuge. I do not remember. I remember not liking but the, it. But, but the re- the farewell tour was Nuge. If I still have the ticket stub, I will have to. look It probably at it. doesn't say it. It on probably there. doesn't. Andy's Andy's doing some work. Yeah, here. Psycho Circus tour. Let's see if we could find it. But anyway, that's who we got in the house today. Tom Kodal's our piece of merchandise, and he uh, fucking smells great. I, it's unbelievable. Right? Jesus, and I you got We need to keep I've him been, around. I've been this overwhelmed by a fragrance since the last time I saw Phil Goodrich <laughs> down at the uh, <laughs> down at the uh, South Shore train station, Randolph Street. <laughs> I think ev- everybody in a uh, two-block radius that place oh. was, uh, you know, having amorous thoughts and their another another local legends English leather cologne just doused in it. You guys are in a lucky spot because uh, the vent is blowing in your direction, blowing north. So you're getting a bouquet of me and Tom hitting the couch. Me oh, then. Well, thank goodness Tom is here to mask whatever you've got going <laughs> hey, on. Hey, I showered right before you picked me up. Uh, I I'm showered too. I showered daisy. just for you, Chris. I knew I knew you'd want want me to. No, smell whatever good. you did, it's working. It's uh, he is bewitched over here. You know, my, my wandering hands are moving in Nick's direction. Actually, Nick, you should get out of the way so I can get at Tom. Oh boy. Luckily, Tom didn't wear basketball pants today. <laughs> but Nick he did wear did. his, uh, I'm noticing, a Def Leppard hoodie he has on. Sort yes, of, uh, yes. This sort of uh, an, in commemoration yeah. of the upcoming tour. I figured I'd wear it, you know, just, just because of that reason. So, uh, okay, so Tom's here. He's a huge Def Leppard fan. We got, obviously, the Kiss Def Leppard tour going on this summer. Are we gonna get? Don't well, forget Night Ranger on the bill. Are they? Yeah, they're the is it open. confirmed? It I is confirmed. Yeah, because I this I had no idea. I don't know if they're maybe it's not confirmed. They're playing every show, but they're definitely on is, a good portion. Is of Brad the tour. Gillis still with Night Brad Ranger? Brad Gillis is, is with him. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. take my uh, Speak of the Devil album and see if he'll sign it. That's what we need. Thirty right, more yeah, minutes. You'll base. You'll get the same reaction you got from Bob Kulick <laughs> when you threw your <laughs> We Are Motorhead. Just copy. look at it and be like, just well, a, "Who is this a, bozo?" An exasperated this? sigh. It's like, why? Why is he giving me this crap? So, Tom, your opinion: yes. Are we getting any deep cuts from either of the headlining bands? Well, I, I don't. Know. I don't know from the Kiss side, but it's already been confirmed from Joe. That there will be no deep cuts. Uh, oh, they've, they've only got it's a co-headlining tour now. If Night oh, Ranger is going to take up thirty minutes of the time, what are you going to get? I mean, how 13, long is how long is Sister songs? Christian? What's that? About a ten-minute song? Yeah, so they can get three more. Do maybe. that little banter, Chris. Are you going to go and throw fireworks at someone? Yeah, I was thinking about that. That's a good call with the uh, the Boogie Nights drug deal scene. Love that. <laughs> I just uh, Tim slammed Dun- on the brakes by <laughs> piping up. Back Chris, to you guys. <laughs> I was just going to say, Chris Chris has been known to do a Vince Coleman every once in a while. I wouldn't put it past him. He's stealing bases? Uh, throwing fireworks out of cars at people? Oh, I thought you meant cocaine. Oh, well. <laughs> All of the above. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just screams he, Chris. He does have some residue on that mustache. I don't know what there. else to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's not salt and pepper or facial hair growing <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All that Tim Raines talk <laughs> a few episodes ago. Yep. What what number episode is this? That's a good question. Forty eight oh. or something? I would say it's probably forty eight. I mean, we're closing in on the big five oh. We are indeed. More importantly, we're closing in on five two, which is uh I mean, I don't know. More important to me, it's a milestone, one full year. Well, so li- now te- five three would be Oh. Pardon me. Uh, well, and on the calendar, it's a little longer because yeah. we took a few weeks we, off we, so this dipshit could get married. We not even it was only one week, I think, right? Two. I was think. it two? I think it was two. Oh, well. He was swishing around the French Riviera hey, at man. the expense of our listeners. <laughs> tiny <laughs> tiny little shorts, probably. Oh, so tiny. Tiniest shorts there. You have there. to wear it's tiny shorts there, I'm sure. I bought, I bought the smallest swim trunks I could find with a belt on <laughs> built into them. <laughs> <laughs> to fit in over there. Wow. Just tender, emotional lovemaking, deep gazing into each other's <laughs> eyes, <laughs> slow motion thrusting. <laughs> 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 ha- happy to be married at that point. Slow That's motion. why we took a cruise. 
You don't even have to move. Well, exactly. <laughs> he, even Andy made all the right moves on that <laughs> well, decision. It, at least you didn't go to Canada in oh, what, okay. the dead of winter. All right, all right. Uh oh, shot was. I was had a great. I had a great shot's time. Shot's been fired. I had a great time. The wife had a great time. Can't complain. <laughs> Man, slow, slow pull. Ah, oh, boy. Extra loud. It's too. gonna be a long show. All right. So, so what? What? Uh, speaking of deep cuts, Tom, uh, you got any preferences on what you'd like to hear from Kiss on this episode? We could use a good luck charm here to get us a a killer cut. It's been so shaky lately. Well, uh, you broke the streak of the elder. That was that was good. That was big because I thought <laughs> that was the huge. listeners were going to walk away. The, we, either we, we were going to stop doing the show, or the <laughs> listeners were going to stop listening. It was just too controversial. It, it was, was too polarizing. It made everybody, we saw the worst of, of ourselves and everybody else around <laughs> That's us. True. Well, if I had to pick one song that I'm hoping for, it is "Heavens on Fire." Oh, okay. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. Hey, why not? That's a good call. Now, you new listeners might be wondering what the hell are they talking about because you can see the title of the song as the title of this podcast episode. Good point. But we don't know until we pull it from the hat or a random a, piece of Kiss merchandise exactly. that week. So you know, we don't know. We're going to find out what it is this so, week's song. <laughs> everybody is, can kind of imagine. to be. Everybody keep can, talking. Okay. I'm kidding. Sorry. I'm just being a dick. Go ahead. Everybody can. Oh, we have to call Dr. Nick in here and tell you to straighten out again. Uh Call in. <laughs> Everybody can just yeah. kind of imagine that Tom here looks like the uh, the autopilot in airplane, and he's the uh, he's the con- <laughs> he does <laughs> he's the concert buddy that goes <laughs> with you. So just kind of picture that. I'm not saying he really looks like that, but that's what I want everyone to imagine. That's the piece of merchandise today. <laughs> so we're we gonna have to so do one of these post one of these old pictures from '89. We might so, have to so people <laughs> people could get a look. Tom Tom brought old photos from our grade school talent show where we lip-synced rock and roll all night how about that so can you pass them around yeah i think they're around here somewhere but so i guess uh we'll let let's let the piece of merchandise uh determine the song here is that guitar made out of cardboard or is that a real guitar that's a real plastic guitar the top what about toms same I don't know what you guys are doing, but these guys all have <laughs> jean jackets on. They're yeah, like, yeah, uh, we didn't, we didn't really look old. like Kiss. Yeah, pretty badass though. Three kids in jean jackets. Where is this Sandusky character pictured in those photos? You can see, uh, you can if you flip through these photos like a flipbook, you can see rhythmic slapping taking place yeah, behind bet. the drum. Clean. I'll bet. Explains. We weren't. We weren't very great. It explains a <laughs> lot about these pretty, two. Pretty boring act. All right, so and so, so nothing's changed <laughs> over the years. Thirty years later, no, not thirty. Twenty-one years later, it's been twenty. A while. Shit, how many? Twenty-five years later. <laughs> I had to do the math. Holy moly! Uh, math is not our best suit on here. <laughs> I had enough math for the week. So do we? Ha- I mean, it's Tom is the piece of merchandise. He is. So you're gonna pull this um, out of the pocket of his Def Leppard hoodie, the <laughs> kangaroo pocket. There it is. <laughs> hey, you want to reach over? <laughs> not me. He wants to. Yeah. Do it with your. Uh, I've got to restrain myself. You have to do it with your teeth, like at a wedding. Oh, jeez! <laughs> Put your head under his hoodie. <laughs> pull something out with your teeth. Scandalous! All right, what are you guys doing over there? Let's let's do it, man. You ready? Yeah. This one comes off. Dressed to kill. It's called "Love Her All I Can." Okay, baby. Old Tommy comes in here and uh, he's our good luck charm, shaking it up. I like That's it. Some good stuff. Who wants to go first? Uh, let's see. 1975, Dressed to Kill. Yeah. Um, this was the album <clears throat> where I believe they were s- the the well was sort of running dry on stuff they'd written. Yeah. Prior to kind of forming Kiss, you know, they had their material laying around, and you had to pump those albums. And you had out to pump. Quick. Yeah, they did. You know what? This is the third album in a little Year and over a half. A, yeah. Whatever. So and the previous album tanked. Tanked, although know. it was although it's com- reached legendary status among oh, it's Kiss a great fans, album, but, but it's just commercially yeah. was was a flop. And we've had uh, what well, we had room service off of this album we had listened to before. Hell yeah! <laughs> I think that's all we've had so far. So yeah, and that one got I I'm pretty certain that that one got three hallelujahs, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. So this one we'll see if uh, you know we'll see uh, if there's uh, some consistency to the quality of the uh, material on the album. But this one, uh, this song, and I believe maybe one or two others on the album, 
um, were songs that were kind of left over from old Paul Stanley slash Gene Simmons, you know, co- uh, material that they had laying around. And I think a lot of the stuff they had to kind of just hastily throw it together. A lot of it turned out great. Like she, yeah, I think but, was, but this, she was an old one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was, yeah. An old Gene song. And this one was a Wicked Luster song. Right. Which we may possibly get into after we check out the actual track. Right. Let's do it. Um, but, yeah. I'll say this much. If I had to pick my all-time favorite Kiss song, this would be in the top three that I would really? consider. Wow, I would say so. I've never heard that I before. I cannot argue with you on that one. Jeez. Yeah, this is a big one for me. Well, I have a confession to make. I'm almost completely unfamiliar with this too well, oh, Tom what do you, are you not alone I am blanking right now but who knows might start up and it might stir some old memories well, so me, I think me so. and Andy have no no qualms about saying we're absolutely in love with this tune yeah huge one you love it all you can basically. <laughs> all basically. I possibly can uh, that's a lot for Andy he's got a lot of so love this this is him. what I right? do. so this is behind I'm a great man. expectations and <laughs> And read my body. And read my body. body. Yeah, yeah, those. That's the top three. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. So, do you want to just get into it? What? Yeah, man. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's because we got stuff to talk about afterwards. We gotta get this show moving. We gotta. Here we go. Love her all I can. So Nick's air drumming already. I am air drumming. This is, I mean, this, there's so much energy in this recording right now. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it, this this riff. It's, I believe this is a Gene riff, if I'm not mistaken. And is it? I think if we reference the book, which we might do later, um, he talks about how when he used to write riffs like this, which he still sort of does, but not quite like this one. Yeah, um, that he said he used to think in terms of like a Motown kind of a song with the horn kind of part. So this was like oh in his boy. head, this was horns doing this riff. That thing that musicians say. Yeah. Like but it, it, either way, man, it's, I mean, it's, anybody else have an opinion on the, it on works. what we're hearing so far? Well, you got, you got to love the cowbell. Of course, everybody loves that. Peter was a big fan of it. He, uh, he was speaking of, uh, <clears throat> how much he loved the, playing the cowbell on uh, Nothing to Lose when he was on. Did you guys see that he trunk that metal show last I week? I saw half of it. On it. Yeah, he was talking about that. So uh, Peter, a big fan of the cowbell. Well, and, he, um, he used it on, uh, I don't know, was there an album that Peter didn't use it on? Except for Psycho Circus, of course, because he wasn't really the guy on that. Played but, one song. But, um, I mean, first three albums, he definitely used it. Um I don't know. The second set of albums, the Alive 2 albums, was... I Is don't there any on Destroyer? I can't think of any. Oh, that's a good question. We'll have to, we'll have to pose that one to our listeners, I think, because definitely first three albums he was using it. Um, I don't know. Tom, your initial thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's pretty good. I did dig the uh, bass line. Bass line was rocking. Yeah, it is. People underestimate Gene. This is one that's pretty difficult. I mean, it's not... Like a uh, bass solo from some yeah, Jocko but Pistorius. Yeah, but you know you what know I mean? What? Like people are like, Gene sucks. That no, he jo- doesn't. All that Jocko talk, that's such overrated. Well, it's not, oh, it's not overrated. It's it, it's an entirely different type of bass. Well, playing. it is. Right. The thing that, the com- and I've mentioned this on a previous episode, and and I go to this ridiculous guitar nerd just to get angry or what <laughs> i do i go there the, the people on there are such close-minded jag-offs this is from this is like how when i go to look at wrestling rumors and read the comments i just get angry exactly at, it's the same exact just to same. get pissed just off it, or if you look at any youtube video and read the comments yeah. you're, you're well, just that, gonna get angry unless that'll, it's about lisa marie presley that'll just kill your faith in humanity <laughs> we, we really don't want to hear what each other have to say about things all right it's agreed yeah. Why are people listening to us then? Well, well this is who, the who said who says role. anyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tom's listening. Probably there's been a lot episode. of kiss talk on there, as you might imagine, with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame coming up. It never fails to get 
the masses dander up when you compare Gene Simmons' bass lines to Paul McCartney' bass lines. And it is not off-base comparison whatsoever. They're both very similar. They're, they're I don't want to, I'm going to say they're busy, but I don't mean that in a bad way. They're moving. There's something going on. They're interesting. And I think the comparison's valid, but every time somebody brings that up, all the fucking Beatles elitists just blow their top over it. It's ridiculous. Do people other than you bring it up? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't think it's a stretch. I just wonder, like, that, no, com- a lot that of just people comes up once way. in a while. Yeah, Because it, it, it makes sense. It does. I just Gene was know. a Beatles fan. You know. Of course. I just didn't well, know if you did it to piss people off. Well, I do do that, well, but if, I'm not the only one. If you listen to the song Rain by the Beatles, there's a lot of stuff where you hear it and you're like, Gene Simmons would do that. I thought you were going to say Rain by Kiss from no, 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 of Souls. No, we'll get to that one, I well, guess. Well, the other thing somebody brought up is that the uh, bass line from uh, Silly Love Songs is similar to the bass line in Strutter, but Strutter came out before Silly Love Songs. McCartney's so. a rip-off artist. Hey, you know, hack. The, <laughs> I think if he had Paul Hack Cartney, yeah. I think if he had McCartney in here right now, he would he would pay his respect to Gene Simmons as a musician. I have no no There's, doubt in my mind about it. If Paul McCartney was in here right now, he would have a probably a heart palpitation being in such a low class house with a <laughs> low class group of people. He would. Twitter's going to blow up. He would probably yeah. try to market Tom Scent. I could see that. Yeah, and we we don't want to be responsible for. Uh, well, then we don't want Gene in here trying to get get his hands on my scent because he'll just take it. That's true. Well, he's not coming here. He's just going to send a cease and desist. <laughs> he'll he'll copyright you before you get a chance by uh, certified mail. That's what we'll get from him. So, let's keep rocking. Fantastic stuff. Love it. Absolutely brilliant rock song. I mean, the uh, just hitting the chords, kind of letting them kind of slide out, you know, mm-hmm. while while the vocal line's going on and the drums are still keeping it going. It's just great. I mean, it's there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with the song at all. I can't imagine any sort of criticism on this track. That's how that I I just the gang vocal sort of sound. It's just you know. Nick it's, loves it's it. It's great, yeah. So do I. Well, you guys really praised it at the beginning. I didn't realize that you, this song was that high up on you guys' list. So. It's huge. Dear to their hearts. Hey, yeah. man, whatever works. I, I, I can't argue with it. I mean, this is some pretty good straight-ahead rock, which uh, is kind of characteristic of the album as a whole. So, There you go. Tom, anything? Good vocals. Good vocals. I, I, I do, I do Did like Did you like vocals. when Paul came in? He really laid on that uh, oh. that <laughs> preacher or whatever he, southern character almost. <laughs> this all I can. Like he really cranked it up on that. This line. is sort of the album where he was changing. It's sort of his. Um, what's the third Aerosmith album? Where the vo- um, where the, where uh, <laughs> permanent vacation? <laughs> get your the, wings. I think it was honking maybe? on Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one after Get Your Wings. I forget. But uh, Toys in the Attic? Was Toys in the Attic directly after that I'm one? I don't know. I'm not an well, Aerosmith well, guy. Tom, you you know? You're an Aerosmith guy, sort of. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Anyway, the, though. He's only an order. Aerosmith guy in the Alicia Silverstone. That <laughs> <laughs> is, Come here, that is true. That's, that, <laughs> but that's when, that's when I was introduced to him, so that's when I started. So I mean, go. I'm not saying oh, that's my favorite era. Me and Tom both sort of grew up on the live bootleg album. Yes, great Unbelievable album. album. It's a good one. A dangerous band captured. That was probably, I think that was the third CD I ever bought. Wow. And And it's still alive. This, this, um, the vocal on this album, the Dress to Kill album, Mm -hmm. for Paul, I mean, he... It's not as drastic a a change in sound as Steven Tyler's voice kind of underwent from the first two albums, but it's sort of like that where their voice that they were going to continue to use throughout their career 
was really starting to to be prominent. Mm, yeah, kind of change. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't paying attention to you for the last. No, three you shouldn't. For the last I'm just three minutes. Because I'm just I talking. Did, I just realized what you were talking about, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, yeah, there is a huge difference with Steven Tyler too. When you go back, there you go. Those. Yeah, same. You thing. don't have the luxury of tuning Nick out. Our listeners have the luxury of tuning him out. You have to stay on top of what's going on here. <laughs> I got a lot going on over here. I got uh, a package of almonds that I finished. I had to throw those out. Yeah. I'll, I could keep talking. Can't just you got, leave garbage. You got more, you got more house cl- housework to do. Yeah, I could keep talking. Let's keep what rock. If, what if yeah, bugs let's come? rock. I don't want any bugs to come. I'm going <laughs> to throw this stuff out. All right. It's so easy to please and it doesn't take money. I got a lyrical lyrical comment there. Should yeah, we call what was in it? The doctor? It was well. It was she's always she's so easy to please, <laughs> and it doesn't take money. We're pushing it. We okay. can have a good time, and the, when the skies aren't sunny, uh huh. Which is a very like '60s kind of almost hippie kind of thing, which you don't hear from Kiss. But if uh, if you guys have heard that <clears throat> that old bootleg that I think it just surfaced from the Daisy Club from like 1973, one okay. of Kiss's first shows. Um, How does that they, just surface? Well, somebody must have had it for years and years and years, and somehow it just came out. It's uh, just weird just, that that a, that happens still. It's, yeah. it's it's amazing on all any documentary you see. You're just like, where did this footage come from? Where do yeah. these you know even photos? It's yeah. like, where did this shit come from? Yeah, people, they, all the big bands, they know how to save up what they've got. I'm sure there's a lot of Randy Road stuff that we haven't heard or seen yet. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but um, there was a song. Which I had read about but never heard, and there's actually a live version from this Daisy show now on YouTube. It's called Life in the Woods, and it's like, life in the woods would be easy. <laughs> it's just like... That's well, I posted that shit yeah. on our Facebook page it's, about a month ago. It's, it's hilarious. And it's it's n- very uncharacteristic of what Kiss became, mm-hmm. but it gives you a glimpse into, like, you know, they were sort of... I guess trying to find what they were going to be all about. Right. They were trying different stuff. They were kind of going with what was popular. Did they have makeup in that or not yet? I think they they had some makeup Very on. Crude yeah. early versions of it. Right. But then they didn't really have costumes. They weren't really sure what to wear. Just wearing weird shit yeah, or what? I think just probably S and M stuff, right? Didn't they go to an S and M store for their costumes? That's the only place like, to go. Just to. like Halford. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and and they did. Uh, they committed a lot of Andy's cardinal sin of letting the drummer talk to the crowd. And it's, but in, in this case, obviously, it's very entertaining as Peter we, is uh, we, blasted we, out of his mind. I think we we may have an example of that actually. Let's see what I can do here. Which is which goes with our pot of thunder mantra: Don't give your drummer a microphone. Never a good idea. Never a good idea. Let's see. And uh, we do have a mailing list, so you put your name on it, we'll send you a postcard without fucking faces on it. You should uh, come down and see us. Especially you, uh, you horny bitches who want to do yourselves in with it. Drop down there, ladies. <laughs> That's what yeah. happens when you give your drummer a microphone. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Tom, small time crooks, would you have ever given your drummer a microphone? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, but, not a good idea. But uh, I don't know. Maybe one time we did. I think we stole him uh, you, and gave uh, yeah, him a yeah, microphone. You, <laughs> you, you may have put him we on the did microphone. Both of those things. We had the yeah. same, yeah, same drummer and the same mistake of yeah, of well, using that great. drummer. <laughs> did he start smashing little guitars too? He did the he most, the most ridiculous dumb stuff. I know he had the greatest of wardrobes, too. Yeah, good stuff. He loved the short shorts and all kinds of stuff. It was yeah. The best was when he would play standing up. I just, I loved that. <sighs> my my favorite story of him and his in, ineptitude, occasional ineptitude behind the kit was... Uh, occasional? When we were I would say occasional <laughs> aptitude. <laughs> what's, what song are we playing, guys? We were... Yeah. We no, were no, that happened every time. Yeah, we, every how song. Does this, Andy. How's this one start? <laughs> Just get me started, like and I'm good. We said what the name was, and this guy, hey. got, and, and this guy somehow got a microphone in front of people. Yeah, uh, my my favorite, just real quick story is we were playing a song. We were about midway through the first verse, and the drums started slowing down, and then they stopped. And I turned, I turned around, <laughs> <laughs> I turned around, and our drummer was staring up at the ceiling, 
and he had forgotten to keep playing drums <laughs> because he was so drunk. He just totally blacked he just, out. He forgot that he was supposed to be playing. Like he just he trailed off and was staring at the ceiling. And Gene and Paul complain about Peter. I mean, they they don't know. They don't have the first clue what it's like to play with a addicted drummer. I think that's why I side with them so much with Gene and Paul when I hear this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame the talk. The tide is starting to turn, man. I mean, at least in this room anyway. I mean, you still have people who just label Gene and Paul as the automatic villains, but you just have to ask yourself what has pushed them to this point? You right. Know? I mean, how much bullshit have they put up with? You think they're assholes for no reason? No, I don't think well, so. Well, they say Gina's, but I don't know no. if that's true. But I don't think he would be. Well, just on the small scale that we've experienced and how infuriating it can be, if you're Kiss and right. you're the world's biggest band and your guys are messing up like that, then yeah. Of course you're going to be pissed. Yeah. You're going to you do it again. You're you give say, him a second chance. Yeah, you're going to say, look, man, like, Quit getting wasted all the time. But again, and be, it's and like messing up. But but you know, we're not talking about them putting together another tour. We're talking about a ten minute set <laughs> at the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. What does it take to push <laughs> these guys to the point where they don't even want to do that? Well, and if you ask Paul, it's not even really that important for him. It's important for the fans. It's for the fans. Yeah. So if it's for the, yeah, but, I mean, uh, we talked about this. If already. it's for the fans, then you do it. There you right, go. but Tom Cotal. But assuming they believe their own mantra about the fans, and I think they do, not even that is enough to get them to play with these guys for ten minutes. So again, you just, you simply have to ask yourself how much bullshit have they put up from those put up with from those two to get to this point? Right. Well, and should we talk uh, just real quick? Should we use the Ace quote uh, that was just recent? Sure. Um, in the Rolling Stone article, which we'll talk about a little bit later, um, Ace points out, and I think he might be on the ball. Ace says some stuff that's you know you you say yeah, I think he's probably right. He said, I he said last time they don't want us to play there with them, even though it's brief. Because last time we did something like that, where we came back and played briefly with them, they had to go and do a reunion tour because the the fans went so crazy that we were playing with them again. Well, so there you go. I think that's probably true, but I, I don't know. Some truth I don't it. know at this point, though. I don't know. I, I, a reunion tour? I really don't. I wouldn't want to really see a reunion but tour. But you're you. I am the me. casual fan. If they see it, they probably if, think, "What do you mean they're going to go on tour with Def Leppard and not have the original guys? I just saw them on TV playing together. Why yeah, aren't well, they going to come to my it, town?" It all comes down to business. I mean, it's the exactly. fans, 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 but it's business. It's it's legacy. It's business, and the it's bottom dollars. line is Gene and Paul are in full control of the business. They call all the shots. So there you go. So there you have the it. The closest thing we've got is to listen to them rocking out together <laughs> on "Love Her All I Can." Good so job, let's Chris. Let's continue. So that's that's some potent that, rock and roll right there. That was Ace going off, and this is only like half solo. We still got more coming up. Now the rest there's of the, more. There's yeah, more. The, wow. the drums kick back in, and the bass. This is uh, this is Ace at his prime for me. This type of solo. You love this? I do. I think it's great. Well, he dressed I, up just for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ace was uh, Ace was smoking hot on all the, all all the first three albums. I mean, I. It's, I'm dying for a hotter than hell cut because he's got. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And just killer solos on that album. Well, maybe we'll bring Tom back and he'll... He'll be the good luck charm. Maybe we'll get a Creatures or uh, Hotter Than Hell. And even, you know, Rock and Roll Over, another great showcase for Ace. We all know what went on with Destroyer. He was in and out of the studio. You know, the things were starting to come apart. Love Gun back in in, in form. But no, you're telling I mean, he's definitely in top form on this stuff here. So let's finish the solo. <laughs> Was that doubling, or was that? I know there's like some phasing going on there. Was that a doubled guitar solo from Ace Frehley? Mm, I didn't a Randy Rhodes style doubling. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, uh, hard to say. I the you thing about Ace Frehley is that I think if he doubled it, it would end up sounding like when Tony Iommi doubles it, where it's the same similar solo but slightly different. So you can. You can hear two different solos going on, so I don't know. I don't Maybe. think Ace is capable of doubling a solo. I'm, I, I, I think he is. Yeah? I don't I, know, man. I, I, I think, think he might be too lazy to. But I also <laughs> but I think, think he, he can. He fires off licks, uh, just shoots from the hip. That's what to I the mean. But, but then he, he obviously pulls them off in, in a live setting, so it's not like he can't sort but of. But do you think they're exactly the same? They're close. They're always really close, yeah. Hmm. No, he's right about that, but I mean, he's, he he had decades to have those solos and you know uh, world tours for years to uh, pl- keep playing those same leads. I mean, this this thing, I don't know. It, it, I didn't get that impression that it was doubled, but it could have. been. It just had that sound. Maybe there was just some sort of effect on it. Definitely, there was some kind of phasing. I heard. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's yeah. like a thick, weird phasing yeah. in there, which is. Adds to the charm of it, and, uh, you know, again, I talk about it all the time on this podcast. This is something else I get on that stupid forum is how much Ace really sucks and oh, that, oh, I can play that and, you know, this and that and yeah, all this other horse shit. It's like you, you, no one can ever portray this level of personality and they're playing quite right. like this, and that's what it's all about for me. I think people overlook that a lot. Because uh, they, they look at the tablature and they say, "I can play those notes in time." Right. That's all. That, that's all that they're saying. But you probably couldn't write it, and you couldn't play it the same way with, with personality, like Chris yeah. said, which is what makes a star a star. Yeah, Ace rules. I mean, especially with YouTube now. I mean, this is like a conversation from ten years ago, but you know, now that they have YouTube going, <laughs> um, you see like how many people who are not famous are fucking awesome at guitar or any instrument and you're like blown away but it's like why aren't they famous oh they just don't have it whatever it is well it, they could just pull their dexterity i think it comes hands. down to material they have I, that i think well material and it definitely comes down to promotion and money and putting you know time and, Nick, and is this work your excuses it. for your um, shortcomings in your music career that's what it, that's what i'm interpreting this as no i'm saying you that said, I, not enough promotion <laughs> <laughs> no i'm saying my material's awful Oh, um, I'll second that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but there there are, uh, there are tons of videos on YouTube of these like eight year old Asian girls playing I've Racer X songs. Oh, guitar! I thought you meant something else. No, well, that yeah, yeah, that's that's. I the thought other. you were talking about wood floor queefing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> My favorite search terms. 
And you got that hey, six-year-old drummer that plays that every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Adding queefing to the uh, drumming entourage. It's, no, there's all it's these like, a third like foot. these, these eight-year-old Asian girls <laughs> with full-size Ibanez guitars playing note-for-note renditions of Racer X songs. Yeah, and, and, and their hands are like half of your size. Yeah, it's amazing. But again, it's all it's 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 just it's almost. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I mean, it's impressive. It obviously takes but some work to get up to that it's level. But, but do you become numb to it because it's so saturated on it, YouTube? I think absolutely. Yeah. yeah. After a while, you're looking for there's there's something that you, and there's something that you are looking for that's not being given to you when you see, you know, like just some kind of some guy ripping something crazy, you know, and it's like a cover song or whatever. It's like. There's something to songwriting, and then you know, and that's right. Okay. But we're Kiss talking about guitar that. solos, but but, here. but that's and, part and, of and, it. And, and, and the solos, again, I, I've said it before, is you know you can you can kind of hum Ace Freely solos when you got a guy like Chris Impellitary who's just rattling off harmonic minor scales, thinking he's Paganini or something. You can't hum that. <laughs> Isn't that There's no fucking the melody Garden? in that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, might as well be. That's what Mark. That's who Mark St. John uh, claimed that he was uh, the classical pieces he was playing before right. he joined Kiss was Paganini. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, him, him, and Paganini are jamming in the afterlife somewhere, and uh, Paganini is telling him how much he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Fucking jerk. Bomb. Anyway, Chris is getting. I don't know. Chris is getting angry. I think I, I'm getting worked up a little bit because. <laughs> I'm real slow you today. You know, Chris, Chris is getting kind of mad. There's, I think we have... Uh, what you lack in speed, you're making up for in volume with that fucking sound I think clip. We, we have some new, <laughs> we have some new uh, music here for when Chris gets upset. And I think we need it now. It's another one of your surprises. A little, a little uh, boys are gonna rock sort of uh, just angry. Ju- just when I thought the original couldn't be any worse, <laughs> along comes Nick Jones's rendition. <laughs> sure enough, even worse than the original. That's just when Chris. I, gets I just angry. get tired of people bagging on Ace Frehley as a guitar player, especially when we're talking about stuff that he cut in his prime. It's such horseshit. Yeah. I mean, it's similar to what you hear about Jimmy Page or the recordings. It's like, oh, this is brilliant stuff. And then live, you might see a clip where it's like, oh, okay, well, he's missing notes, sort of, and he's a little sloppy. You try. Uh, I'm not saying I could, but I'm not I'm saying, and I wasn't meaning you. I'm saying anybody who criticizes Page, it's like, okay, I'm going to prop you up in front of 20,000 people. Oh, and I'm going to fill you to the eyeballs with heroin and see how <laughs> fucking, uh, how precise you are with your guitar playing, okay? I will say, from my personal experience, the hand tends to not want to move as much when it's go time. When it's on heroin? No, I don't know about <laughs> that. When it's go time and you're in front of like twenty people, the hand just doesn't move like it does in practice. Hey, so you got to give nerves. it to you got to give it to these guys who are up there doing it in front of thousands of people. Right, Ace yeah, Fraley right. being one of them. So, so yeah. Quickly before we move on, since we were on the subject of the YouTube guitar solo thing. I just remembered a band you guys don't like, but still it's uh, worth bringing up. Steel Panther did a thing when their first album came out where they put up a version of Death to All But Metal without the guitar solo and they had fans record solos to it and they picked like the best ones, but it was all on videos. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't believe like kids and nerds and like, you know, like businessmen shredding like some of them better than the dude who's a professional guitar player, you know? No, it's amazing what people can do on the guitar, and it 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 does take some effort and some dedication to get to that level. But ultimately, you know, it's more than that. Personality goes a long way, and nobody nobody in the history of rock had more than Ace. I mean, there's a lot of guys who had about the same amount like, of level, but you know, maybe Keith Moon. Keith Moon. <laughs> important to play your instrument well but you don't play with your mind you play with your dick yes yes i'm saying i'm saying is what you're saying about ace playing guitar keith moon playing drums there's a lot of parallels there right and you know with all the 
same YouTube videos of drum wizards doing their thing, but I don't know. It's it's just something lacking in it. Um, and, you know, bringing this back around, Ace rules, and like you said, he's at his absolute peak here, so we should all be thankful for it. We're not going to hear it at the uh, Barclays Center in a few weeks. So. Nope. All right, let's finish up this song. Uh, we've got a minute left, so we'll see if let's anything else piques our interest. Keep it going. The time I was lonely without her. I just noticed that Tom's drinking a code red over there. Code red. And Chris has his diet do on that end. There might be some kind of explosion if you guys get too close to each other. Great, I'm in the middle. Can you mix those two elements together? (laughs) No. No. What do you get when you mix neon red and neon green together? Is that when you get live wire? Live wire. I think that's what live (laughs) wire is. Yeah. If I may, real quick, we're talking about the guitar still, but the bending that ace is known for his bends and he's doing a lot of it from what we're just hearing in the middle of the he's the continuing vol- the verse here the yeah. Verse, yeah and the thing about ace's bends in my opinion and i'd like to reference somebody that i know uh, from a band that i know chris is going to roll his eyes at um but it's similar to dave hill the guitar player from slade back in his kind of prime <laughs> He did a lot of bends, and he did the vibrato where he did it really over the top, where it was almost sort of like cartoonish, you know? Okay. Like, like yeah. oh. And Ace, the way he does it, he puts some restraint on it. So it's it's more effective with the, with just the overall sound of the you know of the, of a Kiss song. Okay, you think Ace was influenced by that? Could be. Yeah, I know. I mean, they were all big Slade guys, so. It's possible. Just like all of us in this room. Just like every yeah. one of us that, that knows yeah, what they're talking about. Great. All I can is I understand the things that make us play and the things that make us say. I'm a lovely guy. I live a cry. And when the world of fans you never ever say. about that for an ending yeah they really killed it that was a showcase for everybody in the band that song right that's uh something that when we do all these songs you realize not you know there's like a whole chunk where it's that formula that i sometimes complain about where you get the uh you know the verse chorus verse bridge abc then the chorus for a minute and a half and it fades out this song is very different that might be one of the reasons it's one of my all-time favorites this song, I will say more than almost any other song in the Kiss catalog, is one similar to uh, what I remember saying about Love Them and Leave Them, mm-hmm. where I knew a lot of the material from this era, but when I heard Love Them and Leave Them and then I heard Love, em all I, Love Her All I Can, it's two songs where you wonder why did they abandon it in a live setting. Yeah, maybe where the song you just think the songs reason, are huh? so great. Why aren't they? Why weren't they like at least on one tour or something? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Some reason it just didn't work. I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. And you know, I'm realizing now after listening to this that it's not like identical, but the main riff of this song was probably a big influence on a riff for a song that I wrote for the band Nick and I had together called The Flying Errands, and I'm going to take a stab in the dark on this mp3 file and see if this is the right spot but I maybe you I honestly can't think of what song you're talking about all right uh, <laughs> almost hold on is this it uh, ah hold on okay, let me pull it back now i know what you're Wait talking a minute. about yeah. it's it's there i hear it i heard it too It's there, right? It has, it has there. The, it has the same sort of vibe to it. Yeah. I don't think I was. Uh, that was a conscious thing, but now listening, it 
just popped into my head that that's very derivative of Lover All I Can. And there was a little cowbell influence. Cowbell, a little we threw, cowbell in there. Yeah, we made that. It, we that was probably another thing. It almost sounds like we went to the uh, Dress to Kill album and referenced it, all the things, <laughs> but I don't think that was part of it. No, There's no, also some probably uh, not at that time in there too. No. But so you got you like the maracas, but no tambourine or harmonica. No, here's the th- okay. Well, harmonica is a separate category, but tambourine and maracas are fine on a recording. I just don't like them in a live setting, unless you're like the Miami Sound Machine or something. <laughs> yeah, when you when you've got like thirty people up <laughs> yeah. on stage and then it's okay. Someone, someone's got to play tambourine. But I, for some reason, like a guy with long hair and leather pants playing the tambourine bothers me. <laughs> I don't know why. This and he's just taking a break <laughs> from singing or whatever. It's like. Just sing or stand there. Or what roll if around he's on playing the, the tambourine while he's singing? A la, Annoying. A la Peter Gabriel from Terrible. The Genesis Not era. Peter Gabriel. <laughs> That's exactly who I'm thinking. First thing that pops in my Peter, mind. The worst. Peter Gabriel and Slade. I'm not saying Peter Gabriel's worst. I'm just saying I don't like that either. <laughs> just what do you think sing. Gabriel's going to play at the Hall of Fame? Nick? I could almost see him being like. Supper's ready. I could almost see him being like, well. They're serving, uh, it's not free-range chicken at the banquet before it, so I'm not going to be performing. or yeah. Is he one of those guys? He's, He's like a Morrissey kind of guy yeah. where, yeah, it's like, oh, come on. I can respect that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Having five backyard birds myself. I, 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 <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I don't know. I'm going to predict uh, he's going to do Salisbury Hill probably. You know, our friend Mike Haddad used to do a magic trick to that song. <laughs> <laughs> we need to at post parties. a video. Yeah, we'll have at to get parties, together. Yeah. What did he make disappear? Uh, I think he made something a couple appear. Of, a couple of ladies into the room. <laughs> he made something appear, then the ladies disappeared. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good uh, trick. So what do you think? It's hard to say anything bad about this song. I, uh, who wants to go first? Hallelujah. You two guys go first. Okay, we well, it's obvious say. double hallelujah for me and Andy. All right, so turn it over to Tom. Tom. TKSP. Uh, I love the structure of the song. Uh, With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, I, There's a butt coming. Uh, oh, I know. No, no. I, Sounds like I it. Like the ba- I like the bass. I like <laughs> the I like that the drum like solo Saturday night towards the end. For a two and a half minute <laughs> song, I think there was a little too much guitar soloing going on. What? I, <laughs> for a two and a half for a two and a half minute song, Tom's calling it filler. Shit, I'm not. Call, I'm not calling it filler. Maybe so just, you wanted just the song much. to be less than two minutes? You want? Saying? You wanted? You're saying one solo or a longer song? Maybe he, he wants rock bottom. Basically, he wants like a, a minute. And maybe a half maybe song. we could have done. Two drum solos. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Whatever. But uh, I vote Hallelujah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Good. Well, yeah. I agree. It, make it make it a four Pete over here. Um, I mean, it's 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 what we talked about. Well, it's my same reaction to room service. Just a of band firing on all cylinders. Tons of energy. Tons of attitude. Great lyrics. It's got all the uh, all the ingredients. Yeah, I'm a sucker for letting the guitars breathe too, and they did a good job with that in the chorus. Yeah. So all around, everybody's happy, and I hope everybody listening feels the same way. If you don't, you're a damn fool. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say you're probably right. It would surprise me if anybody came uh, piped up with a an opinion to the contrary, but you never know. I I will be shocked. I. 
someone might find something like how Tom said, oh, maybe the too much guitar solo. That's a valid criticism. Someone someone might say something like that, but I cannot imagine someone saying, "Oh, this song gets a hell for and me." I'm no not way. taking I'm not taking anything away from Ace. The solos were great, just yeah. maybe a little too much. Okay, and that's all I'm saying. I can respect that. Tom's a song guy. Yeah, I like he that. Wa- he wants the song. I like a short song too, and I don't like a lot of guitar solos. So I I see where Tom's coming from, but. This it is all new to me. I've, ne- I've never heard this stance from you. You don't like guitar solos. I said that like five times in episodes. That don't I don't me. think that a guitar solo is always necessary. I think people throw them in. Uh, it's like obligatory when it doesn't add it anything was, to the it song. It's like, like a rule. Yeah. It's it was, like a, it was a rule well, of the I, 70s and 80s. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're definitely right about yeah. that. And sometimes it's just a waste of like 30 seconds but where I, I it doesn't add anything. It just, I will you wait for it to end or you skip it on your iPod now well, because it, that's the technology. And if you're at a live show, it's like, oh, okay, here comes the guitar solo. Yeah, here comes this boner. And then the drummer's <laughs> eating a sandwich in the background. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. was, you only get that. Was that a meatball? Yeah, I think it was a. That was a foot long meatball. I don't know what it was, but it, it got, he it was, was like just leaning over on his hi hat, just munching on something. It's like get the fuck off he, stage. He, he could have inverted the hi hat. It'd been like a little plate. Yeah, that would have been inverted good. The top, the top symbol <laughs> of the hi hat, and have a nice little plate there for your sandwich. Caught all or the marinara like, what, that fell off. It's like dipped <laughs> chips in it. It's like one of those fancy restaurants where they lift the top off. Of it. Yeah. there's your meal. Under That's there. like your room service. You know the food at Reggie's is top flight too. Oh Maybe you got a delivery from the Euros joint next door. Mm. Yum. Um, that who put that picture up on Pot of Thunder? Of, Pot uh, of Thunder did. Oh, Pot of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Nick did it, or was that Tito Blackwell that did that? I'm not sure. Okay, well, whoever did it, that was what a good picture? The picture of oh that Peter, yeah that Peter was Chris. hilarious. I didn't see the sandwich I, right away. I missed it too. I was like, that was like, great. What's the what are they deal? talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to punt type. I don't get. It, then I noticed. Okay, well done. We, we would have been crucified if we if we posted that. Yeah, yeah, especially me, one of the regular hosts on here. But uh, good one, Nick. I don't uh, normally give you much credit because you don't deserve any. But uh, for that one, you do. Well done. Wow. Uh, all right. Now that we got. Chris getting it's unbelievable. Up. Yeah, it is unbelievable. Now that Chris actually, has it's vented. very believable. <laughs> I do it all the time. Uh, it's not, it sounds like part of the shtick of this. Might show. need some more Chris Rage music. Probably, I don't know. You know, we can know we can already. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Type it down so you could talk over it. I'm seeing like an image of Chris with his eyes going from red to purple, <laughs> like back and forth. Yeah. Did you notice the guitar? Uh, that the signature Nick Jones sound. Yeah, I love <laughs> did you, it. Did you notice that little thing he did at the very end? That's kind of a... I don't know what you call that. That's <laughs> That was based... Trill or something. <laughs> Sounds like a video game. Yeah. That was, kind of that, that was from... When you watch individual. the video... When you watch the Boys Are Gonna Rock video, Vinnie Vincent's absolutely going nuts on the guitar. Like and physically that, in yeah, the video, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going absolutely. I mean, you can It doesn't make any sense that that something coherent could come from what he was. He's just abusing the guitar. Yeah, I mean, but and so that was that last part was inspired by his mania. In that Strange video. individual, you and Vinny, <laughs> both of them. So Tom brought something up uh, on the way over to the studio today. Funny thing happened on the way to the studio today. <clears throat> Tom was talking about the Rolling Stone issue that has Kiss on the cover the first time in, what, 40 years, 41 years since Kiss has been around? Long time. The first time Kiss has been on the cover of Rolling Stone. I'm sure by now uh, everybody's heard this and it's old news, but yeah, holy mackerel. When huh? we're recording this episode live Monday morning. Yeah, exactly. We, I mean, just, we just heard about it. Time and space kind of bends for this show, so just, you know, just deal with it. Were As you? Garfield would say, deal with it. <laughs> Big fat hairy Big deal. Big fat hairy <laughs> deal. <laughs> right, and, and, and I'm actually glad you brought that up. Why? I don't. Why is it a big fat hairy deal that they're on the cover of Rolling Stone? I mean, they've it trumpeted for years how much they hate Rolling Stone. It's a bunch of. It, Aging hippies who don't know what's going That's on. That's what I think like the big deal is. Yeah, because they're they they've won them over. I guess they haven't won them over. They're no they're no fools. They know that people are going to buy up that well, issue in droves. But I mean, yeah. it, it looks like they've conquered. 
they're on the cover. But I have a, I don't know how this business works. Um, oh God, I just kicked <laughs> something. <laughs> just kiss, <laughs> but it wasn't liquid. No, it was a plug for something else. There it is. Um, does Kiss have any say whether they're on the cover or not? No, of course. You think no. it would? I wonder if it would have been uh, not the current lineup if Kiss had a say. It probably would have been Tommy and Eric on the cover, right? Or no? Probably. I don't know. I'm just yeah, of course it. Right. They they used a vintage shot. They're yeah. they're ignoring uh, what they've going got going on currently, which is going against everything that Paul and Gene are talking about. Is their main objection is that. The guys post original lineup aren't being acknowledged. And my other question is, does if they're if you're like the cover of a magazine and you're the feature article, do you get anything for that financially? Or no, it's just a promotion news magazine, it's, right? It's just promotion. It's promotion. Pr- yeah, free, I would so, ink. so yeah, then kiss. I would be kind of mad. I don't know. It's like you treated us like shit for our whole careers, even like kind of currently. Well, they've been interviewing them a lot lately, but well, and, and, up until yeah. this uh, yeah. Hall of Fame thing, they've been kind of, you know, It, it almost seems orchestrated lately between the two p- camps. That's probably yeah, a I'm controversial I'm sure there's some thing, of that going but on, but, you know, there's no pay to, I don't know, I, I hate to sound naive here, but in terms of uh, a music journalism magazine, uh, selling a placement, especially to Kiss, is just I don't know. I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if that was the case, but I, I, I think it's highly unlikely. Right. I mean, it's just it's an editorial decision. They're trying to move magazines, and they will. Kiss Kiss freaks will buy this shit up, especially since it's got the original vintage photo. On and it's there. a it's a great photo too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. They're, they'll sell out of that issue, you know. They'll sell it's more <laughs> copies than the one they were going to put Drake on. I'll tell you that. <laughs> was he the one that was bumped? He was bumped by Seymour. Yeah. Okay. So something uh, Rolling Stone did that I wanted to go over before uh, we wrapped it up today was they ranked the top ten Kiss albums. Uh, you know, I don't know what what opinion. I mean, Rolling well, Stone. The thing is. You, I always like crap on Rolling Stone. Like, oh, they didn't like Kiss Room, but you know, it's not like it's been the exact same staff over the years. There could be somebody there yeah, who's a Kiss be. fan and who knows what they're talking about. They, so, yeah. So let's dive in and see what they let's, think. Let's test it against the experts, aka us, <laughs> the Pot of Thunder Hall of Famers here. Yeah. Well, just just run through it really quick. I'm it's zip it's there. There are two kind of against the grain choices here everything else it's the first six albums the two live albums and then two wow. kind of cool choices well, so we're, just ran we're done that. with that segment well, <laughs> what? Why, why spend more time of it gee is any wow. of this a surprise there are two well, actually somewhat surprising number 10 is kind of a surprise that's yeah. what i'm I, thank you and nick but Jeez. i think, I think that <laughs> point out the obvious i think that might be so the only bad. one the only surprise no, there's creatures be. in there. Oh, That's somewhat surprising. Not to, well, not to me. It's a little little high on the list for me. But I mean, it's it's the, it's the first six studio albums and the first two live albums. Gee, you're really throwing us some curveballs <laughs> with that Rolling Stone. Wow. Yeah. Right. Boy. That's and and and. and you know, I mean, I, I think it's cool that Hot in the Shade is number ten and <laughs> Creatures is seven. I mean, at, at least they're given some. Uh, props to the non-original lineup uh, with those two, but I don't I, know. I would I mean, f- I would flip one and two. I think. Well, let's. If, I'll quickly name the order. It's uh, number ten, Hot in the Shade. Number nine, Alive Two. Number eight, Rock and Roll Over. Number seven, Creatures of the Night. Yes. Number six, Dressed to Kill. Number five, Hot Hot Hotter Than Hell. Number four, Love Gun. Number three, Destroyer. Number two, Alive, and number one, the first self-titled Kiss album. I, I would sort of take exception just for my personal taste. I don't think I could say that Love Gun, material-wise, is better than Hotter Than Hell. I, I would I would not have it in that order. Hmm. That's Maybe that's Wait, just Wait, number me. what? 
Well, how, how Love Gun is ahead of Hotter oh, Than Hell. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't right? do that. You would switch those? No, or? yeah, I, I would have Hotter Than Hell above Love Gun. And I would put uh, Dress to Kill way up higher. I don't know. Above Love Gun for sure. Just and, because and of Then She Kissed Me, that's enough to bump <laughs> oh, it down terrible. a couple. And Revenge isn't on there. They're saying yeah. hotter, Hot in the Shade is better than Revenge. That was saying. the other thing I was yeah. going to mention. I, would I think disagree with that. You like Hot in the Shade better, um, Tom? I like Revenge better than Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you disagree. I, I, mean, I disagree with I would have list. revenge in the top ten, and I would also have dynasty in the top ten. But of course, they're not going to. If you read, which we don't have, we, we're not going to get into all of the text here, which but, we don't know how to do. But here, here <laughs> in the here in the hotter than the shade, they take a shot at revenge, and in the creatures of the night, they take a shot at dynasty for all the obvious reasons. What Disco of, album. There's a what lot are, of great. What do they shit take a dynasty. shot at revenge for? Saying they were trying too hard to be hard is what that's, they said. No, there. that's that's Carnival of Souls, in my opinion. Right, it, it's revenge, revenge is a great album. Revenge is near Dy- perfect. Dynasty is a great album. Yeah, I mean, I would have those two in the top ten. I'd probably lose the fucking live albums. I mean, I know they're yeah iconic, but. Is that re- is that really what you want yeah, in the top ten? It's so much I mean, it's material. The same song. Yeah, so yeah. much material is repeated. When I'm coming up with a top ten, live albums don't make it. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with yeah. that. It yeah. just shows you how myopic these aging hippies are. <laughs> I mean, uh, clueless burnout. As far as that's what Paul right, Stanley yeah, right. said on Twitter the other day. <laughs> and clueless look, old burnout. Look, the, this top six albums are great, and they deserve to be on there. But um, I mean. Uh, and obviously, you're not going to put Asylum in there or Crazy <laughs> Nights either. I'm surprised they didn't put The Elder at number ten, just because <laughs> just just Rolling feathers, Stone yeah. gave that gave that album a good review, mm. and just to ruffle feathers, like Chris said, yeah, right. I would put Revenge in there and Call Me Crazy, but I think I would put Sonic Boom in there too. That's a, actually, you know what? That just occurred to me. That Sonic Boom was. Was somewhat of a triumph, in yeah. my opinion. They it, really brought it. Out Sonic Boom one. could easily be number ten on this list. You yeah, know, that's why not? T- totally right. If not higher, it's got "Say Yeah" on it. It's got "Dangerous." Well, it's you, got "Modern Day you've, Delilah." You got your "Read My Body" on the top ten. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Albums. I give them that. I think uh, "Hot in the Shade." We, we talked about it when we had the "Hot in the Shade" song a couple episodes ago of the of the non makeup albums. Pre revenge, it's far and away the best, in my opinion. Yeah, I it's mean, production there. wise, material, it's up there. Yeah, you know, there is. was some cohesion going on with that for with that lineup. I mean, I don't know. I I I, I take my hat off to him for putting hot in the shade in, and creatures a cool choice too. But the rest of it, it showed no imagination. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, rise to it. Silver Spoon, Little Caesar, Little Caesar, Caesar. Read My Body, Forever. Forever. There's some good stuff on Hot in the Shade. Hell yeah. (laughs) And when is Little Caesar going to get pulled for you guys? We we got a couple years. It could be be next week. It could be 2015. You're going to pull it. You're going to have to run down the road and load up up on (laughs) Little Caesar. That's exactly what we're going to do. I think that's mandatory now. That's going to be a party. When it happens, we have to bring the recorder, the portable (laughs) recorder with us, drive to Little Caesars and talk about Little Caesar. And and try to to order a large orange. And ask the lady behind the counter. Either that or we should just just do a, a separate YouTube video of us going. Over All right, we'll do it. it. So, kind of like w- the similar to when you and Aaron crashed the black barber shop over here. That was one ransoms of the gr- greatest ideas we ever had. Yeah, you're lucky you're still alive. <laughs> we just had some questions. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, let's wrap it up for today. Tom, thanks for joining us. It was a real treat. Thank you, yeah, thanks to you. No we got problem. a gem today. Thanks Might for having to, me. Might have to uh, see if we can keep this winning streak going and. Uh, Strap him down in the basement with that old man's cane and bring him back up for the next episode. The toilet with no walls around it. (laughs) Strap him to it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Oh, cock. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Jake. 